So, uh, what's up? We here with another episode of the Chicken and Liquor Hour, and I got people out here. It's probably gonna be making noises, y'all. So, uh, bear with us. Um, but I got a whole a whole heap of people out here. Um, I got my sister in the building. Say what up? Hey, what She's so wacky. Hey, I got my sister. Okay, I'm not done. Hey, what up? Hey, it's my it's the first time my sister's on the podcast. Crazy, so uh she got her mom and stuff. Uh we got Christopher Williams, not the R and B star. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So say what up. What's up? He's lame as hell. <laughs> uh, my mama's here again, people. You get somebody. I we're gonna get to him. My mom you y'all can probably hear him. My nephew's in the building. And mom. Mama, you gotta speak up. Hello, it's Mom Dukes again. <laughs> it's Mom Dukes again. We got you wanna say your real name or not? Nah? Cause some people act like they don't say the real name. We got Nene. We, oh, wow. Oh my god. Well, y'all heard who we got to be a little Nene. <laughs> and not Nene from um, the Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> We got my pops is in the building too. Uh, <laughs> and y'all probably hear some voices in the background. I hope yeah, that I hope they're not too I, I hope they not too loud that we can't use this episode. <laughs> but hey, hey, hey. Oh say what's up on the podcast. What it do, what it do, what it do. We got um, we got Delroy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we got J Dirty and G Dirty in the building. <laughs> um so yeah, we out here. Um, what we've we been we've been talking about. Well, first of all, okay. First of all, it's birthday weekend. It's birthday Yay! weekend. So special birthday podcast. Turn up. Cause Will's getting old. Duh. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I'm getting a little um seasoned. seasoned. I'm getting a little seasoned <laughs> out here in this piece. Um uh, oh, first of all, it's no cussing on this episode. Absolutely, my dukes is in but, the <laughs> But it's not like I usually cuss, so we good. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> right. Um, Don't even kill face. Hey, pops, <laughs> scoot up to the uh, scoot up to the table, bro. Um, but we are here, and uh, I know a lot of people love. <laughs> hey, what you laughing at, nigga? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> but uh, I know a lot of y'all love the last episode when Mom Dukes was on the podcast. So I'm so happy. It was good. You know I'm recording, and I can hear you on the background. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Some real jerks, bro. Anyways, I ho- I really hope I don't have to sit and edit a lot of this podcast out because y'all talking in the background. I'm just really praying. Listen to him. Uh, and we got, oh, I didn't introduce. I got my nephew. We back, He back in the building. Hi, Bubba's. Little bubbles, little V3 in the background. So y'all gonna hear him whining, complaining, trying to spin his game to Nakima. All right, all right, we get it, we get it. All right, we get it right. <laughs> little Nini in the building. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I know the last time y'all liked hearing a lot of stories with my mother and everything. And uh, so I'm gonna ask my pops the same thing that I asked my mama last time. Quit acting like that, little guy. Um, I hey, chill out. Chill out. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yes. <laughs> Run up, get done up. Say, okay, um, Uncle Willie Matt. I asked my mama last time about uh, 
Oh no, I asked my mom about what does she remember any music played her prom? At her prom. Do you remember what music so Papa Diddy Pop? <laughs> Papa Diddy Pop. Do you remember what music was being played your senior year of high school? Of course. Of course. Of course. Earth when the bar Parliament Funkadelics SOS band. What kind of dancing was you doing? Like what, what what was y'all doing to this music? Like was it what so what minute? Earl Hold on. Earl <laughs> Earl the Earl Flynn. So Hold on. So anybody out there that don't know what the Earl Flynn is, just put your hand up in the air. Like Move it to once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so much going on right now. And move your hand one side and then to the other side. Act like you're a cue kind of. <laughs> so so with this kind of music, like what kind of like was you with this kind of music, was you like setting a vibe with a woman? Was y'all like turning up at the at a bar or something? Was it just in chill music? Yes, in high in high school, Nene. Yes. Sometimes people sometimes people get do things with women in high school. Not at a bar. I know you was in Bible study all the time. So <laughs> well, we wasn't in a bar. We wasn't in a bar in high school. They were at, you know, they were at, at a dance. At a dance. Oh, okay. The Red Barn. At, at the Red L. Barn at U of L, Bigelow Hall. Okay. Let's listen to these stories. Turn up. Yeah. Uh, we no, we went. It was one for all. All for one. It wasn't really a woman thing or. A man thing was just everybody having fun. Mm -hmm. No, I mean we just danced to the beat every day, every day, every single weekend, live for the weekend. And there was no rap music back then either. No such thing. No, no such thing. Can you re can y'all remember when y'all first like around what era, what time it was when y'all first like heard rap music? Can you remember that? I think the first person I heard was uh, LL Cool J. Really? Mm -hmm. As far as rap music. Yeah. That's what you can was, first remember. Yeah, he was the first one. On so the around scene. like the early mid eighties. Yeah, he was the first one on the scene yeah. uh, for rap music. That's crazy. So, can you remember how you felt when you first heard rap music? She fell in love with it. Shut up, Christopher Williams, not R and B. Because ladies love Cool James. Uh, I, I don't know. I still would like you agree my... that it was L Cool J that you yeah, remember? It probably was L Cool J, but you know what? I didn't know. Y'all weren't listening to Run DMC. Well, I was no, I wasn't. Yeah, mm -hmm. and Run DMC, I did. Yeah, they were. But uh, but it wasn't for me. Yeah, we we were sticking with uh, our peaches and our. So uh, when you first heard rap music, y'all was probably like, "Oh, that's not for me." Well, first of all, the rap music then was different than the rap music. I mean, as years well, progressed. rap music now is different from what we. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it was okay. I could catch on to the lyrics, but it wasn't a lot. It wasn't mainstream. We was but no rap music was mainstream. Back well, then. but we were still listening to Maze, Earth, Wind, and Fire, The Whispers, uh, <laughs> Brothers Johnson, Peaches Oh, Brothers Johnson, yeah. Strawberry Letter Twenty Three. Yeah, I've never heard yeah. that. Taste of Honey. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Wait a minute, hold on. Nene, you don't know Strawberry Letter Twenty Three by Brothers Johnson? You need to listen to Strawberry Letter on Steve Harvey Morning Show. Then that's your problem. Yeah, and cameo. <laughs> that's your problem. So, <laughs> oh yeah, Christopher Williams, not the R and B star, <laughs> only knows jazz music, y'all. Y'all get in his car, 
and the first thing that comes on, you know, you know, the first thing that comes on is uh, Sinbad Summer Grooves. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, what do you listen to on the way home from work? <laughs> Honestly, it would be jazz, like some Marcus Johnson, mm-hmm. um, Bonnie James. Bro, I love Bonnie James. Wait a minute, hold on, right? Chris is thirty years old. I love me some jazz. I love it. It soothes me. Chris is 30 going on 84, y'all. I just want y'all to know. I'm an old soul. <laughs> so, uh, Christopher, since we're talking to you. Oh, God. <laughs> since we're talking to you, what did you listen to in high school? This, like what he oh, said. That was, <laughs> no, but that was during that era of the 2000s. So, Yin Yang's. Yang Twins, all them ATL artists, Lil Johnny, Eastside Boys, 50 Cent that came out, um, Crime Mob. Do you know anything about young hip hop now? Hey, chill out, little bro. <laughs> Do you know anything about young rap music now? I don't like it. Like, can you can you name any young rappers now? NBA, Young Boy, Young Thug. He sound old as hell. Yeah. You know better than me. That's really all. I <laughs> he named one rapper. Oh, the baby, little oh, baby. Oh, um, uh, yeah, little baby and the baby. Those yeah. are two different people. Yeah, yeah two. I different. didn't know yeah. that those were two different people yeah. until like a couple months ago. I sound like a real mom. So I just want y'all to know, my sister walked in the building today, and she looked like a mother at the park. She has a hat on. She had a backpack on. Listen, she, bruh. You know, speaking of life comes at you fast. What's the difference in life? So, big sister, what's the difference in life when from dating to being married? Can you could you feel a difference being married and just dating? Um, I would say being married, it just feels official. Hold on, hold on. It got quiet in the background. (laughs) My husband in the backyard, like, what's she about to say? (laughs) No, but what can, can you, what's the What's a difference you feel between just dating and being married? I think being married, it's official and you know that you have responsibility. You feel the officialness. You feel the officialness. Like some people would be like, it feels the same. Like we've been together forever. It's the same. No, there's a different level of responsibility that you have when you get married. You know that you have some people to take care of. Is it something that's literally overnight? Is it something that like over weeks you feel like, can you feel it? Oh, I'm like, still. Do you, hold on. Do you feel it immediately though? Like as soon as you say I do and then go home that night, do you feel the difference? Or is it something that's over weeks and you're just like, oh, this, that, that, I think that. that Day by day, your responsibilities that you have on a hey, day. Hold on, hold on. Chill out, little bro. He back here. <laughs> That's crying. one of the responsibilities. That's one of the responsibilities. I don't know if y'all heard him, but he back here crying. I think that it's like, tonight, y'all. when you go back home after you said your I do's, after the wedding, after the reception, everything dies down, you know, you're feeling like, um, Monday morning comes, and everybody knows when Monday morning comes, you when got work to do. Down, yeah, of. everything is calmed down, and you're like, real life, real life kicks in, and you're like, oh, my husband's about to go to work. We don't have any clean clothes. Let me go in here and wash clothes. Yeah. Oh, the baby needs some food. We need to change diapers. And I think that as the day-to-day responsibilities go on, that's when it feels different. I mean, we're almost a year in, and sometimes I'm like, I can't believe I'm married. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a whole husband I and a baby sit, to take I care of. I still sit there and be like, my sister's, like, really married with a kid. Uh, like, your, sister's like, your sister's a grown-up. I'm right. still, like, I'm a grown-up. Like, doesn't I can't feel, believe I had a baby. Doesn't it feel weird just growing up? 
Yeah, like sometimes, you know, it's crazy because you feel like, sometimes you feel like I'm a certain age. Should I be doing certain things? Right. Should I look a certain way? Should I wear certain clothes? Mm -hmm. But really, it's just like one of those things that life just starts happening and over time, you realize I'm an adult. Like, you know, yeah. we, we always say adulting. Right. Um, but, like, it's one of those things where life just starts happening and you realize you have things to take care of. When was the moment, not even just dealing with marriage or it could be with marriage, kid, or anything, when was the moment that you felt like an adult? Because I think about that all the time and I'm going to ask everybody around here, when was the moment you actually was like, damn, I'm really an adult dealing with this crap? I feel like a, being an adult comes in spurts. Because I feel like like when you get out of college and you're living on your own, you're like, oh, my God, I need a good job. I need to be able to pay rent. And then you move into your first apartment and you're like, I got my first place. And you start paying your own bills. Then you find somebody you start dating and you're like, oh, I'm dating someone now. Is this going to go somewhere? It might be going somewhere. And then you realize it's going somewhere. And then you're like, oh, we might get married. And then you get married and you're like, oh, we're married. And then you decide. We're gonna have kids. Oh, we have kids. Like it's it's, it just gradually yeah. like it's it's one of those it's things like where levels too. Yeah, like you literally you say it's yeah, it's always like you say you want something and then when it, those things start happening, you realize okay, they're happening. Like okay, like so adult life just pop, adult life just pops up on you. And you're out like, of oh man, I'm adulting yeah. right now. Yeah, like I'm literally out here paying bills. Yeah, like if we don't pay this bill, we don't have any. That's power. probably the first thing that hits you, like oh bills. <laughs> yeah, bills for real. Yeah, Nini, let's let Nini, Nini, where you at? All right, come on, Nini. Hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all, Nini, the building. Oh, Nini. When do you remember when you first like, damn, I'm really an adult out here? Um, I would say after college, and like, how old was you? Like, how many years after college? Were, like, whatever. Um, I think I was. Speak up, Nick. <laughs> I think I was like what 22, 23, something like that. What made you? What was it that's like, damn, I'm really a grown up out here? What made me feel like a grown up is when I made the decision to not go back home after college. They can. And yeah. I actually hid it from my family. My family thought that I was moving back home and I didn't. I moved here to Atlanta and I didn't have a job, but <laughs> I had signed a lease <laughs> with one of my friends. <laughs> So you stepped out on faith. I did. I did. I did a whole faith walk, and I was like, "All right, either I'm finna sink or I'm finna swim." Yeah. And I wanted to, to swim, mm -hmm. but I said, that "Okay, I'm not. I'm not right going. There. I'm not going back because I felt like if I went back home, that was taking so steps home back. Though? Home is Lagrange." Lagrange, Georgia. Georgia. She yes, Trap Bell, County. <laughs> Trap <laughs> County. I was not going back to Trap County. So <laughs> I actually told my family they knew I was moving. They knew I was moving out of my apartment. Yeah. So my my brother, and my sister helped me move, and one of my friends. And so it was a Friday. My family was calling me all that day. They calling me, and I literally would not answer the phone. I told my sister, told my brother, do not answer the phone. So was my you family, up, was you nervous? Was you scared to answer the phone, or was you like, I just don't feel like dealing with that? I didn't feel like dealing with it. Okay, I didn't feel like dealing with it. So I did not let anybody know. My aunts, everybody was calling me, leaving messages. I thought you was coming home, and all this and that. So I told nobody to answer the phone. So came Saturday after I got all moved into my apartment here in Atlanta. 
um, I finally called home. And they were like, where are you? We thought you was moving. I was like, I did. I was like, I'm in my apartment. No, 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 no. So they were like, where are you? I said, I'm at my apartment. They was like, I thought you had to move out. I said, I did. They was like. But not where you thought I was moving. <laughs> they was like, like, well, where yeah. are you? I said, I'm in Atlanta. What you doing in Atlanta? In my apartment. You don't know nothing about no Atlanta. And that's when reality set in because. I didn't have a job and I had to pay my rent, you know, my portion of, you know, moving in and everything. And then I had saved up a little bit of money, have got, I never got a refund check in college, but I finally got my first refund check. Yes, God. Yes. Yes. And plus, I had worked me a little job or whatever, so I saved a little money. Had a little job. Yes, I did. And I maybe had about like $2,000. Y'all know I'm proud of myself. That's the most money I had. You know, back then, $2,000 was a lot. But now as a grown-up, $2,000 can go by fast. Yeah, $2,000, no money. Back in the day, $2,000 lasted like seven, eight months, bro. Well, I I thought I was doing something because... Moving into this apartment really humbled me too. And it was the first time of really feeling like, wow, I need furniture. I don't have no furniture Bruh. because I was living in student you housing. You about furniture, so, <laughs> so we moved and I was like, dang, I ain't got no furniture. So here I was going to tell my family I had moved. And that's the last and then thing I had mind. to call home and say, hey, y'all, I so need a bed. Up? I know y'all don't know where I live, but uh, I need a mattress and a box frame. <laughs> Hey, somebody got some sheets or something, bro. Y'all got an air mattress. So, y'all, I went back to my grandma's finally like, okay, we'll we'll let you get the bed. It was hey, my- hold on, hold on. Hey, chill out, little bro over there. <laughs> he likes Kiki. Chill out. <laughs> All right, my bad, Kiki. Somebody it was my <laughs> old bed that I had slept in in high school, which was a twin-size bed. But job. you but had slept a grown, in high school, so... A grown person, and then not the extra long twin you had in college, <laughs> but a regular twin bed. <laughs> regular, regular twin bed. <laughs> yeah. And then also getting out there looking for a job. Mm-hmm. I was out there at job fairs. I was applying for just anything at that point. So did you, you have say, a- I'm sorry, Go ahead. You, you learn as an adult, you learn to do without those fleshly things you want yep. so that you can have those things that are necessities right. Right. in life. You right. learn you yeah. learn how to sacrifice. That's yeah, right. I like learned you, how to You sacrifice. think you know what sacrifice yeah. means, mm-hmm. yeah. but then when you get to a place where you have to sacrifice, like, oh, this is sacrificing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. weird. Like It's painful, like, too. Life, life, yeah. life is very humbling. Yeah. And that's what I tell I tell my students that when they're like, man, this is so hard. I got two tests. I got a paper. And, and I love it. Right. But I don't want to be that old person that's like, oh, you be all right. Like, blah, blah, blah. So I try to, like, be with them. But I'm like, yo. This is the easy. Hold on, hey LeBron, I done told you. Yeah, turn around. So, but I tell them, I'm like, look, I'm not saying life is easy right now. Hey, I done told you, bro. Like, life isn't easy, but this is the easiest you're going to have it for the rest of your life. Yeah. So, go ahead and figure out how to handle it now right. because it's not going to get easier. Yeah. It's only going to get harder. Right? Yeah. And but it, once you really do will. figure it out, you, you figure it you're, out. you're good because yeah. I would have to say that that experience of me not going back to LaGrange, like my family had so much respect for me. Like they were upset at first, 
But then my aunts and everybody, they were like, Nikim, hold on, Nene, she said aunt. she's from the south. Nene, we we didn't have to worry about you because. I proved that I was. They already good. knew you can. They were your like, band. "You were good." Like I literally, like I said, I moved. Didn't have a job. Yeah. I was out there every day trying to find me a job. It wasn't until like my statements was definitely dwindling down because you so got you little bills. You didn't sit at home thinking somebody was gonna bring you a job, huh? No, 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 no. No, I was out there hustling. I was on streets. And and I'm a, and this is, a, this is a little known fact. Nobody, little known, Bill Nye, Little come known on. fact that I ended up, y'all. This is how desperate I was. Tell I went on Craigslist, y'all. Only fans. Craigslist, mm. and y'all, the job that I had for three years, I got off of Craigslist. Mm. Damn. That's awesome. Off of Craigslist. Wait, but baby, my, actually get jobs off of Craigslist? I ended up getting a job. Now, when I went to the interview, that's a whole different story. Because I was like, I don't know, is this a real place? Because the person who interviewed that's where Tommy from Martin worked. The person who interviewed me had on workout clothes. And that was the HR person. He came in on his lunch break. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh, let's go ahead and get this through real quick. <laughs> But it turned out to be a legit job, and it came right on time. I was literally. He was selling knives. <laughs> no, y'all. I had what a was legit that place job? called back in the day? That was back. Back. Oh my goodness. No. Everybody no, was working. Hey, yo, I got this dope ass job. No. I had a legit job at a law firm. <laughs> from, yeah. Craigslist. from Craigslist, yeah. y'all. But when I say I came right on time, because my little savings account was dwindling down, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh "Man, y'all, I'm not going home." But it came right on time, and I got a job. Mm-hmm. My auntie sent me some money. She sent me about sixty dollars for gas, and so I got hey, paid. Man, back in the day, that's sixty dollars. I was like, "Okay, this is my gas money and get some food." I was good. And it so ain't it crazy? <laughs> ain't it crazy where it's like? You feel like, how the hell am I going to get through this? Like, what am I going to do? But you always find a way. It's like, but it's like, but it's like, it's it's also like, like they say, faith without works. So, yes, you have faith. But God is like, you can have all the faith that you want. But if you don't put no works in, I can't help you out, bro. So, like, you put that work in, though, and you was out here hustling, doing what you had to do, but you still had the faith in and you didn't give up because you knew, like, this is not the life for me. I'm not settling for this bull crowd. Right. But you knew, like, if I just do what I got to do, something's going to happen. Right. Something's going to work out. And I was like, I'm not going back home without a fight. I was like, if if I do go back to LaGrange... It is not because I just went back. It's because I had. But you know you could go. And an adult is, like you said, it is not giving up the fight. Yeah. Yeah. It is, this is what I have to do so that I can survive. Right. Uh, And it grows you and it matures you. It really does. It teaches you how to appreciate the little things in life and then be grateful for the big things in life as well. That's what adulting Mm -hmm. is. Wouldn't you agree, Chris? I agree. Oh, that's Chris. Not the army not the star. Army. <laughs> so don't don't mess that up. Do not mess that up. First of all, yes. But yeah, it's like it's like when you're growing up, it all sounds so cliche, mm-hmm. and it goes in like I'm at that point now where when I'm talking to my students at work, I can literally look at them. My sister's mocking me. She always impersonates and mocks me, and she gets on my damn nerves. But. I'm at that point where I'm looking at my students and I'm saying things that my parents said to me and I hate it. I legit hate it that I'm becoming my parents now. 
but I can look at my students and I'm talking to them and I see, I literally see, I see the words come, I see the words that I say to them going one ear and out the other and they just looking at her clueless. And I'm telling these kids, pull their pants up. Like, when did I become the person telling my students, pull their pants up? Like, and these kids listen to me. That's another humbling experience. It is very humbling. Yeah, because really and truly, life is full circle. It really is. And like you said, you hear I'm tired of this crap. It really is full circle. It, it's full circle. And you hear your parents because you now become what they were teaching yeah. you. Well, and that's that, a part of adulting. And, and that part, when you become yeah. a parent, mm-hmm. like there are Tell days queen. like <laughs> as you get older, like it's so funny. Today I was getting my nails done and she put this pink color on me. I looked at my hands and said pink and green or just pink? Just pink today. <laughs> <laughs> but I looked at my hands and was like, my Sorry. hands look like my mama's hands. But then it's so funny because, like, there are things that you just don't understand until certain times come in your life. Mm -hmm. Like, when you become a parent, you're like, now I see why my parents saying what they were saying. And, like, unfortunately, my parents are here for me to, for them to hear me say, I understand what you were saying. But, like, when you become a parent, you're like, oh, I get it. Like, right. you get it before because you're an adult. You really do but, start getting it, though. But you start yeah. getting it. It's just like, like, there are things now that, like, I just would not do or I would do a certain way because I Hold have on. somebody I to take care of. I told this boy <laughs> to quit whining. I don't know if y'all heard him, but he whined about it. He said he wants y'all to know he's here. <laughs> <laughs> I just let y'all know I'm in a building. But like when you become a parent, it's like all of those things are coming back that your parents start saying to you. Like I find myself saying it really things is weird. now. It's full yeah, circle. Yeah, it really is full circle. And you're just like, and that's why I, I truly believe now, like our generation, when we have kids, we're going to teach them the same way that our parents taught yeah. us. I guess like it's like it's kind of like a reset button. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, you know, nothing against the parents that have parented their kids now. But I just feel like now we've come into a time where, like, when we have kids, we're just going to parent them the way that our parents parented them. Like, you know, there are certain things you don't do. We're going to teach them certain manners. We're going to teach them to dress a certain way. But they did learn something. Yeah. We did learn something. What you say, Bill? What you say, Bill? Sort of like you guys learned something. Yeah. Well, I mean, we was always listening. Unfortunately, y'all are here for us to admit that. Wait, well, hold on. One thing, one thing that I will not take with me when I, <laughs> if else I ever have kids, I'm gonna let them open up as many as boxes many of boxes cereal. Of cereal. Yes. <laughs> they can open up as many as boxes many. of cereal as they want because growing up, you better open up that second box of cereal. You got one box of. <laughs> Oh, no. If we had a box of Captain Crunch open, you better not open that Frosted Let's Flakes box open. Ask me how many boxes of cereal we got open right now. Ask me. How, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, Queen. How many boxes of cereal y'all got open we right now? We legit got five boxes five. of cereal right now. You know why? Five. Just because we can. Because <laughs> growing up, we couldn't have more yeah. than one box open. Well, and I'm going to say, and I understand that because I remember when I was growing up, we y'all can, didn't even have boxes well, of cereal. Y'all, y'all well, had Ziplocs. You can only you can only eat cereal for breakfast. You cannot eat it any other time oh, of the day. Sure. We and and we also ate breakfast food for breakfast. So when your father and I first got married, we decided. Wait, hold on. What year? When we first got married, yep. we got married in 1985, I think. Yeah. So let me say this. So let me say this. So, uh, Jeanette. Hey, hey, hey. You be black king. You be black king. 
So, hey, calm down. We about to invite you over. So we decided we decided that we were going to have breakfast for dinner because we right because we knew we couldn't have it we couldn't have it any other time of the day right right and so and I want to add this too because I am because okay so I sit here and then uh, Bill sits here Bill Janae and William's father and we are divorced but we are friends. Because what's important to us is our children and our grandchild. So as we we continue to grow as adults, you know, because you never stop learning. So he and I continue to grow. We were always friends. So that is what we had to fall back on in, in this time right now. And forgiveness and God will teach you a whole lot of things. So do you think that back in the day, with what dating uh, back in the <laughs> 70s and 80s back in the 70s and 80s do you think y'all, y'all probably don't know what dating is like today but do you think dating is differently where do you think back then when y'all was when people were dating people were friends more before they started dating because today so much dating comes from social media where people don't know each other mm-hmm. and they just see pictures and videos and glimpses into people's lives. Mm-hmm. So you don't truly know one another. Right. Yeah. So do you think back then dating like was a thing where you kind of knew somebody? Yeah. It came from friendship. It came from getting to know somebody yeah. before I would ask uh, your mom on a date. You know, we were always friends before we started dating. And that made a big difference. See, there was no such thing as social media. You know, we didn't rely. We really didn't have cell phones. Well, man, not y'all really didn't have cell phones. Y'all literally. You literally. (laughs) So, all right. So we're going to take a break. We're going to get back to this after this little break, y'all. So uh, we're going to pay some bills. On these streets, and we're gonna tell these people to we're gonna pay these Georgia Power, Atna, and uh, uh, not battery anymore. What's it called? Truest Park. We're gonna pay these Truest Park bills, so uh, just hang tight. Love you guys. All right, we back, people. Uh, what was we talking about? We talking about dating? Oh, no, we're going to go back to the adulting part. So, talk to my Papa Diddy Pop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that? Do you remember the moment where you was like, man, I am an adult right now? Or when adulting humbled you? Hey, hold on. I done told you about... When do, when do you feel like adulting humbled you? When do Can you I remember like back to the twenties? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I cannot. <laughs> um, when adulting, when I was humbled, when my kids were born, when my first daughter, when my first kid, your only born, daughter, when my daughter was born, <laughs> when my daughter was born, I knew that it was time. Well, I knew that I was an adult by then, and I knew that I had responsibilities. Uh, I became, I really think that I became an adult when I met you all's mom. That would be my dude's 
<laughs> when do you remember when you met her? In 1918. Ooh, yeah. 1918. <laughs> 19, 1980. 80. 1980. How? Where? When? Bridget introduces. Mm. So, I mean, is this for me to say? <laughs> I remember when I first yeah. met her. Let's see. Hold on. So, you tell the story, and then, Sylvia, you right. said you remember the same way. Oh, well, we're we going to be the same. It's going to be the same. All right, let's I, see. Because I did meet, I met your mom at uh, a friend of ours named uh, Bridget, and we all hung, uh, hung out at her house. Uh, I actually moved back down to my mom's house. So we were, y'all was in Louisville at the time. We were in Louisville. West End, the best end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all was on Broadway? <laughs> no, no, we weren't. We were on 39th Street. I'm about to say 34. <laughs> no, 39. Actually, we're 38th in Alfred. Oh, oh, turn up. Oh, so, so far, we on the same page. And um, like I said, we met uh, at Bridges House. Up, and it, um, it, uh, it just all fell into place, man. We started we started being friends. We hung out a while, you know. Then we started dating. Remember when we first, our first date was at um, that club up down on uh, 4th Street, Sylvia. Was it? Uh, Amy's. Amy's. Amy's, where we were playing backgammon. Ooh. Yes, Ooh, and they seduce you. Yeah. You ever take your date to play backgammon? No. <laughs> the years have changed. I ain't never take it. I take a date for tequila shots <laughs> now. <laughs> it was a nice little. Uh, it was a nice surrounding. It was a nice oh. setting, you know. Um, we, was you uh, hold on, hold on? Was you nervous on your first date? Do you remember? No, no, I wasn't because we had already been friends. Because I've been a mad each other for a long time. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I mean, it was it was a good experience. It, um, it was a humbling experience, you know, when I met uh, Sylvia and we started dating, and when we first moved in our own place, because we really, really wanted to be in a relationship. We wanted to be with each other, so it was easy. So, was there anyone when y'all moved into y'all first place together? Was there anyone in y'all's life that was like, you don't need to be moving in together? It didn't nope. matter. It didn't matter not, to not us. Not on my side. Not on my side. So there was there was no one in y'all lives that was like trying to tell y'all not we were, to. We were our own boss. But the rent was one hundred and fifty dollars, and if you was like, oh wait a minute, hold on now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rent, how many? Two bedrooms. Two bed. How many bathrooms? It was a two one for one hundred and fifty dollars. And if you were late times thirty days, it was only five dollars. Listen, Bro, bro, I'm mad right now. I spent eighty dollars on shots last week. What the hell? I hate where I live. I hate this place. I hate it here. This is oh my gosh. The tequila taste the same in the seventies. Poor boat. Your mom was drinking tequila sunrises. Wait a minute, Mama. How long you been drinking tequila sunrises? All my life. All my life. I had to fight my uncles. Women, tequila sunrise has been around that long. Yeah. Forever. 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 Oh, and a concert. Uh, I remember we went to see the Whispers. Six dollars and fifty cent a ticket. Woo! Wait a minute, hold on. So $6 How much was that Erica Badu concert this weekend? Uh, Not six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it cost more than six dollars to park. 
Bro, you can't catch an Uber for six dollars. Wait a minute. What 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 costs what costs six dollars these days? Hold on. Let me what y'all. What costs six dollars in twenty twenty? You can get a cookout meal. Can you? With you no can. drink? With no right. drink? No, they got a $5 cookout tray. Right a $5 cookout tray. You can't get a sack of tin at White Castle for... Uh, and the cookout tray comes with a drink. Oh, okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> mm, okay. I remember uh, when uh, Marvin Gaye came to Freedom Hall, and we was like, man, y'all, them tickets is twelve fifty. Well, <laughs> bro, imagine, imagine going to a Jay-Z concert and the tickets $15. It's still more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, if you go to a concert today with, like, say you taking an Uber, and you go out for drinks before, that's probably $125. That's <laughs> Bruh. Sign of the time. That is well. Okay, so y'all started dating. How long was y'all dating before y'all um before y'all got engaged? I don't know, but I think that I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we bypassed. I think we bypassed engagement. We yeah. just really Let's just get married. Yeah. Bump this. I ain't got time. I always remember, I always remember me and Janae, I remember being in sixth grade and we would be on the school bus and me and Janae was saying heat wave always and forever. And we were talking about, they played this at our parents' uh, wedding. <laughs> <laughs> we would say that all the time. That was my joint though. Like, so the one you said on the playlist now. Yep. And I still play that. I still play it like, just in case they take this, I got to play this. <laughs> just in case they take this from us. Do you do y'all remember when Heat Wave came out with Always and Forever? I do remember. Do that. you really? I do remember that. I, now I don't think we was ever that saw cassette tapes. <laughs> Actually, yeah. A -track. yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, because we had uh, we did we had the album, mm -hmm. and then we had the what was the eight tracks? Ooh. Yeah, I had Wait, the nineteen seventy two Brown Caprice. What was it? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the, uh, hold on, let me say. the drug dealer car. They are <laughs> not digging not in the, the scene with the gangster lane. <laughs> not in the box. <laughs> yeah, that bad boy rolled in the All right. <laughs> yeah, so, all right. We got in that just like the asked today earlier, <laughs> the difference between just dating and being married, could y'all see the difference between that you're just dating and now you're married? I think so. And and here's another thing that here's I'll Here's another say. thing, y'all. Yeah. And you know what? And another thing. Yeah. You don't go to school to act up. <laughs> <laughs> but in actuality, we didn't go out to a lot of places, but... Uh, Billy would say, hey, hold on, hold on. Uh, I told you about this screaming little man. <laughs> you know, we would go on picnics on Sunday. Just me. Picnic we did. Oh, we would go on nice. picnics. We would I take, like that. We did. We would take drives down Learn. the Fox Park, <laughs> sit by the I river. Like you the actually got to minute. know each other. The Ohio River. But, yeah. Was yeah. it? Wait a minute. Was the Ohio River clean then? 
You, this is probably the same as it is. Right. 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 I mean, we would drive out to Cox Park. We would go get our chairs, like, sit Cox down Park by the river. The we would go on picnics <laughs> together. Oh, we would catch the dollar uh, dollar movies in the evening. Take our little snacks with us. You, there were things that you did that that brought you together. Yeah. You know, uh, when you had to Man, just. Yeah, rely you relied on each other, one another. That's the way. But you it know was. what? That's like when we're talking about like dating now. Mm-hmm. I think that like there is a stereotype of what dating is now, mm-hmm. and we can say social media plays Everybody a role. Has opinions on dating yeah, now. but I think that when you're when you start seriously dating someone, it all goes back to what traditional dating looks like. Mm-hmm. It does. Because at yeah. the end of the day, you still have to get to know this person. Right. Yes. Like, so like we may slide into somebody's DMs. We may talk we to somebody. Them. They don't know what the hell that means. Direct <laughs> messages. Yeah. So I was just talking about blue jeans like denim. <laughs> <laughs> but you might slide into somebody's DMs. You might talk to somebody when you go out to the club. But at the end of the day, when you start talking to somebody and you know it's going to be more than just dating mm-hmm. you realize I got to get to know this person yep. mm-hmm. and so you still let's ride to the park on Sunday it's nice outside right. that's what we did let's go take a walk mm-hmm. let's, let's go to dinner phone conversation yeah, yeah. let's have a text. phone conversation so, rather text. most people here are in a relationship except for me except for mm-hmm. you except for me mm-hmm. and, <laughs> but you was in a long term right? <laughs> so when is that moment that you know this can be long term babe Hold on, come over here. Come over here. <laughs> we gonna uh, we gonna bring. So we got Jay Dirty in the building. <laughs> we got Papa Perry in the building. We got uh Delroy in the building. Uh, he out here. He be taking pictures, y'all. <laughs> um, so the question, <laughs> the question is, when do you like? When did you feel like? This is Janae's husband, y'all. When did you feel like um, this is serious? This can be long term. Hold on. I done told you. I done told this baby. Anyways, when did you feel like it was long term and this can be serious? Like, what what was the moment that sparked that? So I believe the moment. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. First, when they first met each other, I can tell my nigga was feeling her. <laughs> I could tell he was smitten. So you gonna tell us you gonna be tell us? No, no, no. You gonna <laughs> shut up? I just wanna, I just wanna say my point of view. And you can tell me if I'm wrong. But when they first met each other, I could tell my nigga was smitten, and he was like, "Damn, she got a lot of mouth. Right. I could probably handle her, but she got a lot to say. But I dig that. Anyways, go ahead. Is that true? So. That's true. somewhat true. When no, I when I first met <laughs> when I first met Janae, I met Janae on a trip with a group of friends, and oh, that is true. Yeah. Um, Wait a he took Christopher Williams' spot, not R and B star, but he took his spot. And look at God, he brought them together. <laughs> so so when I when I met Janae, we were um we were on a group trip, of course, and we were all friends, and so. The part that Will talks about Actually, is we when we're not all friends because no one knew you except for one person. But you were friends with you invited him though, right? So y'all were friends. That's how I, I got to the group. I don't need your attitude. So I when I uh, when I when I got when I got to the group, she had a lot of mouth, and I realized that she you reminded me of someone that I was very fond of, my mother, because she also because she because she also likes to of. to be very talkative and very bossy. Um, but I think to answer the yeah. question, 
Um, I think that uh, I realized that it was serious when Janae and I were friends first before we started dating. And we transitioned our friendship over into a relationship. And that was when I realized that we were moving from one level to the next. Hold on. I done told this little baby to chill out. And that's Jay Dirty's and that's my sister's baby. That means that we were also made it to the next level because we started as friendships, we dated, and now we're married. Now we have a full baby. So when it, what was that moment that made you realize, like, damn, like, I really, I'm, like, really smitten with her? Well, we had been dating for a while. and What's Janae, a while? Uh, we probably dated for about two years. Okay. And Janae also and I dated long, I'm long distance, so she would come and visit Atlanta. I would come and visit Louisville, but the majority of the time, Janae came and stayed in Atlanta. And we realized that we were spending a lot of money in two separate states when we could have been putting our money together and making it grow a lot, taxes in one a lot state. better. So that was when we came into the realization that we needed to make some adult decisions. But I think we realized that it was serious when we realized that we, we watched our relationship grow from friendship to dating into um, engagement and then matrimony. So for the people in relationships, unlike me and... uh Oh, there's somebody else back here that y'all haven't heard from, Jorgis, my little cousin. He look a little homeless right now, but he good. He got some holes in his jeans. He got his toboggan on. It's like 60 degrees outside. I don't know why he got a toboggan on. What your head look like, nigga? Oh, my God. Now, I'm just playing. <laughs> but... <laughs> but... <laughs> but... So what is that um what is that moment that it goes from dating to marriage that like makes you realize like dang this is this is it, for it real is hold on hold on queen it <laughs> is uh it's when you finally say uh like Jerome was saying you know I I want to be with this person this what person is that, what, but what do it, they do I was just going to tell you. Oh, right. This this person has me not wanting to look at anybody else. This person has totally attracted me. This person has me wanting to get to know them even more than I know them right now. This person right here is saying to me that... I feel you and I want to kind of walk through life with you that where I am today is not enough of you. I want more of you and I want to know more about you. That's what it is. And, and you don't see other people anymore because oh now you yes. just see your present you and your future oh. in this one person. That's, that's you better speak, so And even when oh, times are uh, rough and difficult with that individual, it is enough love and yes. care and respect in that relationship that that's what's going to get you through that tough and difficult time. I remember the days when... What you remember, girl? When between me and Billy, we would probably Billy. have $3. Billy mm. would say to me, you take this $3, I can get me something to eat at work. Thank you. Is that what love is really like? That's what love is That's what love I is mean, like. Yes, that's it is. is really if, if he had... If he had Four ones in his pocket. He would give me three, and he would take one. For the bus. And I remember when we didn't have a car, and we would have to catch the bus to work. 
And the bus would be coming. Billy would run to catch the bus and say, I'm going to hold this bus. Sissy, you ain't got to run. Mm. That's what love is about. It's, it's not about yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the money and the mm -hmm. big car. It's about the difficult times and how we stuck together through those difficult times. It's about forgiveness. Well, and ultimately, mm -hmm. we, I think the biggest thing is when you realize it's not about you anymore. Mm. It's, that's right. When you find yourself doing things for the other person mm -hmm. and you put yourself aside for that person <laughs> or when you realize um that this person done a b and c for me and they never once asked them asked about themselves mm -hmm. um because there have been several times where like this week has been is a perfect example um hold on, hold on. i told you <laughs> i told this baby to quiet down don't start that <laughs> like this week was a prime example like Jerome had to get car work done Jay Dirty, and he was like we of course have our own cars and I was like well baby you can take my car and he's like well you know I don't want y'all to be without a car like you might need to get somewhere with the baby or you know whatever the case may be but I think that when you find yourself making decisions that no longer involve how you feel mm -hmm. is when you realize and it's about the other, person. About the other right. person and that's one of those things that you don't realize that it's happening um, and when it happens, you're okay with it. Right. You're not like, you're not automatically trying to find yourself, like, what can I get out of mm -hmm. it for myself? But what you're really getting out of it is that you're helping that other person. So it's no longer selfish anymore. Yeah. Right? Because it's you selfless. realize, because it's like you realize relationships and love and liking someone can be very selfish. Mm -hmm. But when it's like true, genuine love, it's not selfish anymore. You're not entitled to anything. Like you put this person's like um their needs. Their needs. Yeah, you put this person's needs mm -hmm. before your own. Mm -hmm. I can't relate because <laughs> when I be tired, I be like, forget them. I'm trying to chill out. Well, I I'm think you tired. Have, you have different facets of your life. Hold like, on, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't told this baby he need to chill out. I didn't. I didn't let him. I invited him on this podcast. Invited him. And he wants to disrespect me by just making noises in the background. And he I'm got his whole head turned towards you. I'm away from and, you. I'm right. sick and damn tired of it. Anywho. But anywho. I think I think that like when you find that one person, you you don't mind making the sacrifices. First of because, all, to me, that sounds lame. No, well, I was say, so like, you, like there are different facets of your life. So, yeah. like, when you're in your 20s, your early 20s, you're not really trying to date serious. You're like, it's whatever. I'm going to go spend my money on myself. I'm yeah. going to shop. I'm going to go yes. on trips. I'm going to scrounge up whatever money I got to go travel, yes. do whatever. And then you and, meet that you person. The coronavirus. The Rona. <laughs> oh, so, quit traveling, y'all. <laughs> so, look, that was Bringing back that back on ago. us. But, like, you find that person and then you find yourself trying to figure out how you can spend more time with that person. And then it becomes it's crazy when you just like, yo, I just want to spend time with you. Yeah, I just make time it, for you. It becomes less about relate. it becomes it just becomes less about you. And it's one of those things that you don't you're not looking for it to happen. Mm -hmm. It just happens. And then you, because gay to me. <laughs> well, this is coming from somebody who's single. So <laughs> your mindset's yeah. different. So <laughs> watch, we'll be calling us y'all randomly, like, hey, I met this girl, y'all. You know what? Calm down. Hold and on. I'm going to let her come over and eat on my chicken and drink my liquor. You know what? Like, hold on. Hold on. What? I may be a sucker for love sometimes. Sometimes Christopher, you know. Chris, well, Christopher <laughs> Williams, not the R&B star. Do you think I'm a sucker for love? I think you are. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> he like, that no was, that was, that was, 
So Chris, not the R&B star Christopher Williams, said that I'm not a sucker for love. He said that you are. You said are. you are. You are. Does Jorgis? Come over here. You think I'm a sucker for love? No, he don't. He disagrees. Uh, so thank you. Yes, you're a sucker for love. He's a Pisces too. No, he's definitely. Just remember. You know, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, he's on the cusp. What's your birthday? Okay. Yeah. He's, he's, like, he's, he's on the cusp. When's your birthday? But I'm April 10th. Oh. Yeah. I thought you oh, was the, the you, You're basically the same. All right. I don't think. Wait a minute. Do y'all truthfully think I'm a sucker for love? Yes. Really? Yeah. You I thought y'all was joking. No. You, so, first of all, let's say this. Hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, hey. First of all. Hey, calm down. We have, as humans, sorry, we Nick. have we have an ultimate need for love and belonging. I don't know. But you do know. Like, that's well, just, you don't that's, know me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know where you do. But, like, everybody does. We're human beings. We're made, if you're made in the image and likeness of don't God, point that, at my microphone. I'm pointing because you need to know my emphasis. <laughs> but you were made in the image and likeness of God, and that's how he created us. We not, we were not created to be alone. But what if the image... Right now, we have a social distance right now. But what if God made a different image? It just in you? <laughs> oh, so you think that <laughs> your image is different. <laughs> what if not, God was like, you know, I'll make a different image for my <laughs> <laughs> To say that there's no perfect person. There's no perfect person. You better say that. No, you, know, you, you better say That's that. That's right. No perfect. And here's a you have. Here's another thing. You have to learn. Everybody ain't perfect. You, there is no one that is perfect. So you have to learn how to accept the flaws in in other people, friendships, siblings. You have to learn how to accept flaws in relationships. Not like. And you lying, saying that you don't care about love? Well, first, first of all, okay, since this is your podcast. <laughs> I'm just laughing. First of all, this is your podcast. You wear. First of all, don't clap on my body. You wear your yeah, feelings on your sleeve. Do I wear my feelings? Hold on, hold on. Just yes or no question. Okay. Don't say nothing else. One, two, after three. Yes. Janae first. Do I wear my feelings on my sleeve? Yes. Chris, not the R&B star Williams. Do I wear my feelings on my sleeve? Yes. Mama. Mama, do I wear my... Do you truthfully think I wear my feelings on my sleeve? I know. Just a yes? I said yes or no. <laughs> yes, you truthfully wear All right, we're skipping you. It's the Pisces. Shut up. It is. Bill, it is. my daddy, Papa, my Papa daddy. Diddy Pop. Papa diddy. You gonna keep it real, bro. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you. You know me. You helped birth me, bro. No, he didn't. He, he helped. Exercise. If it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for him, you still would have been here. If it wasn't for him, and I'd be totally different though. I might have a different shaped head. I might be taller, shorter. Who knows? Well, you gonna let him answer? Yeah, if you answer. That's a definite yes. <laughs> and I love you. No, I love you. I love you. He said L U H love you. Little J Dirty. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I wear my feelings on my sleeve. So, Nene, you don't know in me as time. well, but in this, in these short time, which is like three years, <laughs> <laughs> do you think I wear my think think of this truthfully? Okay, think about it. You think I wear my you think I wear my feelings on my sleeves? Look at her face. 
Like paint. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> she says yes. All right, forget no, you. No. Hey, like, little V three, baby, 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 V three, Sugar Bay. Do you think I wear my? You know what? <laughs> I ain't gonna answer because I'm gonna disappoint you. For real, I wear my feelings on my sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> we can sing that song. Yeah. I really. What you looking at? <laughs> I, I really, I really don't think I do. And what but it's good to tell you that the group is here right here. Right. I mean, I believe y'all. I just don't. And that's okay, coming from your sister. So you're how? But so, that goes back to no, no one. You know what? We not talking to you right now, Sylvia. <laughs> um. So Janae probably knows me best. Calm down. All right, Sylvia. Shut your behind up. Amen. I'm tired of y'all shaking your heads back and forth. Yes, God. Janae probably knows me best here. Janae and Chris probably knows me best. How like not his mom or dad. No. Oh y'all, you know what? There's some things I don't know. Y'all know free will. They don't know Willie Southside though. But they don't know Willie Southside. So what is it like? What 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 is what do y'all know about me that you would say I wear my feelings on my sleeves? Well, you can name an example. Name name an example. Oh, uh, an example. Yes. Okay. So One that's good for the. That people can know. <laughs> I get I get you. So you remember that when you were in Tally? It was actually the first time that me and Jerome seen each other after we met, and I came to Tally for your birthday. And it was just y'all too. No, it was me by myself. I stopped here first, and then I came to Atlanta. And it was for your birthday weekend. It was the my nigga Chris cake. Was there? It was the my nigga cake. Oh yeah, <laughs> they 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 had a birthday cake for me. They said my nigga will <laughs> say happy birthday, my nigga. Nonetheless, my nigga. That's why <laughs> we, di- we digress. But that's um, not the point of this. <laughs> so we were just having drinks, just chilling like brother sister time. And like we ended up having drinks at your house, and like it turned into a whole Drake conversation, like relationship talk. And no, no lie, like we legit listened to every Drake album and had drinks and talked about relationships at my apartment. At your apartment, and you know when you start drinking and talking, you get in your feelings. Women, do I really? Yes. Like, look, I really do. do. Yes, Yes. in your feelings. You get in your feelings and start talking about relationships. You be like, this is brand new information. Yeah, that's because you be in your feelings, so you can't find your way out. (laughs) (laughs) And you start talking about, and we start talking about everything under the sun. So let's bring some. uh, Let's change the (laughs) conversation. No, you asked for this. So, but like, I mean, like as a as a female, I think every female. First of all, saying female is disrespectful. Now. I don't, I don't care. Know you <laughs> I'm a female, so guess what? I get to choose to say it. These females. But as as a woman, like I think every woman wants a man who is is not um afraid to say how they feel. So although is that true? Is that true, women? True. Yeah, like who wants to guess it's about how you feel? Yeah. Like who wants to spend time wasting? Well, like hey, look, I wonder if ladies, he is, like you ain't got to worry about me. because yeah, <laughs> all his feelings right on his sleeve. Right, right, right. <laughs> but like, who wants to guess about right. this? So like, I think I think that like that's not a bad trait to have. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, I'm still every, waiting on the example. I gave you an example. You sit there. You had a whole drink moment. You tell me the one that I could talk about. And I have an example. Mama, she, she got several. Don't know. She, got several. she don't count. She's mama. 
We're supposed to be emotional with our mama. <laughs> We're supposed to be emotional with our mama. Oh, is this my example? Yes, this is you, Sylvia. So, these are some of the... These. So, <laughs> these. Wait a minute. I said these. Well, I said one. Like, what? I got about 10. Let now. me put the novel up no, and just minutes, say bro. this. Eight minutes. I'm going to cut you off. So, uh... I think Will was in the eighth grade. And oh, wait a minute. And he had got upset. He was 13. He had got upset. And I put him out of the car less than a block away from home. All right. You know what? No. <laughs> and this is what Will because said sponsor, when uh, he walked uh, in the door. Shout out to photography. I'm your sponsor. He walked in the door and said to me in this tone, Anything could have happened to me, putting me out the car. Anybody could have took me. What? I she's making this up. Janae. No, that seems not. like something you probably would say. You know, I, I, oh, Am I making it up? No, you know what? If this is your birthday weekend, I have another one. <laughs> <laughs> what you, you remember? Look, Mama called me at school one day and said, your, your brother got mad at me. We had an argument and he tore his shirt. He tore his t-shirt open. <laughs> what? <laughs> Will. Wow. Will I've been emotional for a long time. I got a lot of feelings. I have another one. Yes. So when Will graduated from Seneca and high school at 13. You know, I take that. I graduated at 13. You right. Uh I wanted him to go away to school to WKU. And get the hell out of here. And because he needed to go away, didn't he, Janae? And this is what he said to me. You care about Janae more than you care about me. That's why you want me to go away. But you went to church. Yes. Hold on. Wait, wait. And and once mama finally got you to agree that you would, if you stayed in Louisville, that you had to live on campus, y'all, mama made him I do a thumbprint. I still got the picture. She made him put ink on his finger and put a thumbprint that he would promise to live on campus if he stayed in Louisville. You didn't want to stay on campus? Because you guys, <laughs> at 13, on his Why way to college, Will was... He was so connected to me and Janae, which is it's not saying a bad thing or anything, but I knew that he was so into his feelings and he did wear them on his sleeve that he needed to go away from home so that he could grow. Yes. And I do have 10 more, but I'll let it go right now. Janae, anything, Chris? <laughs> Chris, Look, anything? You already said it all. Jorgis, anything? <laughs> Jorgis was just Sugar emotions like I was back then, so forget Jorgis. <laughs> you know what? Um, there have been a lot of lies tonight. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Back in the day, I was a thug, to be honest. Never. Never. Um, <laughs> what's so funny? I just don't understand. Um, you know what? I do remember there was one time I was like, I was going to run away. And oh, I went across oh, yeah. the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started packing a bag. Where you going? I went to Cecil's house. Across the street. Across the street. Hey, I was like, Janelle, I love you, but I just can't. He was like, I this. just can't deal with this anymore. I just got to go. And he walked across the street. Oh, this is real. And 13. <laughs> and I remember one time I told Janelle, let's pretend like you and I have been gone for a while. 
And I came, I came back in the house and said, Will, we're back. And he said, y'all left me here. Anything could have happened to me. And he was 13. Wait, I got another one. And then another one. All right. No, you remember Thanksgiving? We left the turkey. We went out shopping Thanksgiving morning. And he didn't know we were gone. He called and said, where are y'all? We were like, we're just out shopping the turkeys. He was like, y'all left me here this whole time? At home? At your house? Will. Yes. Very <laughs> emotional. Very emotional. But we don't think you're emotional or anything. No. No. But let we me say that. this about my son. All right. Son. Give me the microphone. My <laughs> son. My son. I just He's love so him sensitive. and I adore him. And I think that that sensitivity is okay, but we always have to make sure that it is in perspective. And what I have seen in Will in the last uh, year or two. I see how much he's grown and that he's growing and he's maturing. Uh, and I have a whole newfound respect for him as his mother. I am very proud of him. I just adore him. And I'm glad to be here this weekend so we can celebrate his birthday. Dad. Yes. So after they made fun of me. <laughs> so Papa Diddy Pop. Do you think I'm sensitive like they just said? Very. <laughs> Very. Because I know you get it from me. So do y'all think do y'all think Billy Bill sensitive too? For sure. <laughs> y'all earlier we were in the car and Daddy was like, this woman looking at me. And I was like, so what? So what? Maybe she thank you. He's like, I don't need her to be looking at me. And then five minutes passed and he said, you ain't gonna yell at me. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand why you have to yell at me. But <laughs> when we were in the store and you told him we didn't need any more chicken, and we'll he went some more. He went back to get more chicken. Y'all, and Janae was, was yelling, and, and Bill said, You don't have to talk like that. You just don't have to Oh, and I said children. She, <laughs> she did say children. So I get it honestly. You get it honestly. from both of my parents oh, and sure. my sister. For sure. I definitely wear my pillows on my sleeve. I do not have that at all. After this break, we're gonna come back to Jay Dirty and ask if um if uh Janae is just as bad as me because Janae extra as hell. <laughs> Janae's meaner than I am though. I mean Janae is definitely <laughs> No, Janae's definitely meaner than I am. Like, just like women, like, you know, the guys, like, man, the guys, like, they gave me the wrong food, but I ain't gonna say nothing. And the woman's like, oh, hell no. I'm gonna let them know you asked for chicken, not shrimp. So they're gonna check for that. I don't think I'm, you know, okay, we're gonna go to a break. We're gonna go to a break. Appreciate y'all for listening. We're going to go to some J Dirty Photography. <laughs> it's not what it's called, but I'm going to call that right now. Um, yeah. All right. So we back in the building. Um, we back in the building. We're going to talk about marriage. I've never been there before. We talking about marriage and dating, and I've never been there before. My mama back here talking stuff, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, so Jay Dirty, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk to Jay Dirty about some questions. Because they was just talking about me being all sensitive and extra and stuff. But my sister is literally 
It's not different, and my sister's literally the same way. And I want my guy Jay Dirty to talk about how my sister is exactly the same way, if not more. Actually, she is more. Well, Jay Dirty's not here to throw his wife under the table. You know what? I'll throw my sister under the table then. Like, I don't give a damn. Mr. Dirty. You're right, I did not. Quit being a coward and tell the truth. <laughs> you millennials out here, snowflakes. Janae wear her emotions on her sleeve? Of course. Most women wear their, their emotions on their sleeve. You know, however, don't be a misogynist, Jerome. <laughs> however, however, I think that we do a great job in making sure that we respect each other's boundaries. Oh, my God. When we, realize, <laughs> when we realize that emotions are high yeah, and, and, and we have a difference of opinion. But that's what marriage is. It's about compromise. And you'll learn that when you get to that one day. Will. Compromise these nuts. <laughs> you know what? I'm sick and tired of this bull crap. Yeah, I'm single and I ain't married. I ain't Please, been in a... Do you want to be married? This isn't about me. Jorgis, come Please, over here. Do you want to be married? So, to all the ladies in a place with style and grace. <laughs> all right, Biggie. William wants to be married, so we're going to say this to PSA on behalf of William. What sister. kind of woman do you think that I want to end up oh, with? Oh, okay. So, this is a woman that I... Hold on, hold on. Oh, I said I. I want mama, I want mama to describe <laughs> she what agrees. she thinks. Y'all think the same woman? Probably for the most part. Chris, I want to see if Chris is okay. agrees with you. Okay, so, first of all... Because y'all know... Y'all three know me. And this <laughs> I, I want to see if y'all agree with. All right. So first of all, she has to be natural haired. Yes. She can be. One minute. First of all, she got to be black. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Like right. Like. Mm. So she can. It doesn't matter her complexion. No. Nope, it doesn't matter her black. complexion. Um. I think she has to be like um very outspoken. Very strong willed. Tell me to shut up when I need to shut up. Yes, yeah. you definitely need to be able to be told to shut up. Um, I think. You. Yes, pretty pretty much. Like Will's wife has to be I mean, like his you sister. Have to be able to pick and choose when you do it. When you do it, there comes consequences. So yeah. like, so right, so Jerome used to. So one of the Jerome used to always say, like he was like, you had a little mouth, and I liked that about you. But listen, you shut up sometimes. Yeah, but you get you know what? That's the give and take. You don't get to tell me when to be quiet though. You wanted a little mouth, you got this little mouth now. <laughs> it is what it is. You can't be like, well, I only wa- I only wanted it the now. Yeah, so like me, I'm not gonna first of all, husbands, we don't get it, we don't win the we don't win the battle all the time. The war is what I'm after, right? And so my marriage is important to me. World but War I also realize that you have to pick and choose what battles are important. I'm not going to pick and fight every single time there's a disagreement. Mm-hmm. I am, however, going to stand up for myself and make sure that I make aware that when I'm disappointed or I don't feel like it's something that's going my way, then I'm going to convey that to my wife. And if it means that our emotions get a little high sometimes, then that's what happens. Yes, but I do right. it, yes, but I pick and choose yes, what's important <laughs> yes, to me. Yes, my time, what, uh, All right, we're not talking to you. <laughs> but at the same time, Jerome is talking about fighting fair. Right. Hello. Fighting. Hello. Hey. Hello. You have, you have but don't mean you're not saying how you feel, though. No. It, and at the, like, so at the, at, in the thick of it so all. So back to me. We're getting there. <laughs> at the thick of it all, like, you're really trying to convey what's important to you. Mm-hmm. And you got to kind of, like, pick through. Okay, they're saying all of this, but that's not really what they're after. Like, you got to be able to pick through what's really important. 
I just want y'all to know, Will's over here offering everybody some Milagro. Tequila. L- legit. As Tequila. say liquor. Liquor. So, but, um, but I do think that's the kind of woman that you need. Like, I think if you're a strong man, you need a strong woman. So let's talk about the physical looks and okay, physical, the non-physical. Natural hair. It doesn't she matter needs, her complexion. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I feel like she needs to be a little Your shorter height or shorter, shorter, for yeah. sure. A little bit shorter than me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Eyebrows on point. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all will be out these straight down now. Queen, your look eyebrows look like good. He be complimenting girls I on their like eyebrows. You want a chick that can like dress it up, but then also throw on some sweatpants with some J's, mm-hmm. and then y'all can go. I don't want to say y'all right. You just don't want to say it, but we are. Yeah. Now, as far as she goes, like in her characteristics, mm-hmm. she's strong, but not too strong. Not that you can't help her do something. She like you still want to be able to be the man in the relationship, but you want a woman who's gonna stand up for herself. And at the end of the day, what man don't want a woman that's like that? And you don't have to tell us we're right because Chris and I know we're right. So that's all that matters. We know you. First of all. So all my strong black queens, <laughs> y'all hit me up on Instagram. I can hook y'all my brother. At Jador J. Marie. Like, I don't post out of time, but y'all can hit me up and we can hook some things up. I mean, I'm a handsome guy. He's handsome. If you want to know what he looks like, <laughs> we we kind of look alike. <laughs> he just got a beard. He just got a beard. <laughs> That's all. His hair is not blonde. <laughs> We're the same height. <laughs> he, just, he just happens to have a beard. He just happens you know, to have a beard. Crazy on these streets. Nikima, you don't know me as well as them. What would you think? Her look says she knows you. You don't know me, Nene. <laughs> Nene. Right. Nene. Right, motherfucker. You don't know me as well. What kind of woman do you think that I will want from your perspective? Because this turned into Bill Nye. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, nigga. I don't know your ass. Oh, no. Show yeah. ass. Yeah, never mind. Since she uh, been a jerk ass. Really? Look, that's the kind of woman you need right there. I know you didn't just. That is yeah, not. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Somebody's going to check you. I need a woman that's going to take some tequila with me. Oh, Somebody can't take tequila with me. Then nobody asked my mama to come on here. Mama here, y'all. What kind of woman, truthfully, do you want? I need a good Christian woman. Okay. A good Christian woman. Good Christian woman. <laughs> Christian, do you want her to believe in God? Or do you want her to just help? Who, the, who invited him into this? <laughs> what you say, Christian, Christian woman? Ask it again. So when you say you want a good Christian woman, can you give us an example of what a good Christian woman would be? I need a good woman that if I'm stressing out, she's like, baby, let's pray. Like, I like that. A woman that if she thinks that like you ain't been going to church, we need to go to church. Mm-hmm. I like that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, a good woman that comes to me and be like, "Babe, I'm just stressed out. Can you pray with me?" And I, I can pray for her. Yeah. 
Iron, iron sharpens iron. She's so Louisville. Are you currently praying? I'm talking to That's what I'm going to say. Are you currently doing yeah. So here's the thing about that kind of woman. I am, though. There are going to be times when you have a woman like that where she says, no, you not asking God for what you want. Or are you praying and asking God for that? There's going to become a time when you get that woman and you're going to say, I don't feel like hearing that right now. Because there are going to be times in your life I where... I feel like her. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, and that's the thing about me. You always go, <laughs> you going to get these bars. But she's going to be looking for you sometimes to be that spiritual leader. That's the thing. And I'm with it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Cause I, I, mean, I need to be able to look for her to be my spiritual leader. As strong, as strong as women, as strong as we are, you still want a strong man. As strong as I am, I need a strong woman. Yes, yeah, black women like, ain't the only one. Hold the, on, hold on. Not, not the spiritual leader. Yes, the woman's supposed to be spiritual, right. spiritual, but when you look at biblical order, right. it goes God, the man, the woman, and then you know everything after. So, so, so you can't look to her. You can't you can't look to her to be a support system, but you can't look to her to be your spiritual leader. You're supposed to be their spiritual leader, and God is supposed to be okay. your yeah, spiritual leader. And right. she can't follow you if you, you don't know where you're right. Going. Let me tell you something right so now. So let's talk about rap music today. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> let me tell you something right now. Jerome, but you gotta understand you do. the first. Well, if Jerome said I'm going to Timbuktu. We going. You need to follow me. Pack your clothes and let's go. You want to be if he's not following God, I would be like, we're going to where? But if I know, I know that he's following God. He can say, we're going to the ends of the earth. Pack your bag. God says go. I'm gonna say, right? I'm gonna say, I don't know where the heck we're going. But he said, but I know, I know that he's following. Absolutely. So I'm gonna say, y'all. We packing our bags. We going to Timbuktu. Well, y'all call. I'll call y'all when we get there. And you want to be able to. You want to be able to trust your man that much because that you, have you will seen go. The fruit. Yes, I get it. The fruit so, is yeah. what allows you to be able to trust. And yes, Chris that. Williams, not R&B star. <laughs> <laughs> yes, shout out. So, Jorgis, <laughs> this nigga back here, <laughs> tell us about dating. I mean, I love uh, Nigga, come over here. I mean, you know, I just be, uh, you know what I'm saying? I just be out here in these streets and stuff. How, how, how do you feel about dating out here, man? What's dating like for you? No, I have to I have to find myself staying away from dating. Why? I love hard, you know what I'm saying? Nah, it's Pisces ass. I do, and, and I learn from the best, right? All right, all right. All right. <laughs> I learn from the best. All right. Um, but yeah, I love hard. I wear my heart on my shoulder, so I find myself I can't always wanting to give love and always wanting to give back. Um, you know, and just what we talking about. What do you mean? What do you what mean, love, love hard? hard? Yeah. What What do you mean, love hard? Love um, hard. So I I want to be I want to give the the same love that I receive. Or oh, let me let me back. People up. be loving you hard. These women be out here loving you hard, bro. Damn. You don't put me on the spot now. Um, you know, I want to treat someone how I want to be treated. You know, when it comes to how catering to them. Bro? I love to be catered to. Yes, you know, king, yes, right. Real. I'm the type of person where I'm a you know, I'm gonna wake up 30 minutes before you just to make you breakfast. Yes, uh, and I'm gonna serve you breakfast in bed. I'm gonna open the door for you. I'm gonna do everything so you open don't have to do anything. Door, rub my feet, King. 
So I'm I give all that because you know at the same time I expect to be loved back hard too or just you know giving just respect you know just I don't want to talk about Listen, it. Listen, I feel sorry for y'all. Why you feel sorry for? Let me tell you something. These chicks these days. These chicks. Hey, I done told you man. <laughs> like like we were talking about earlier, dating is just so different now. Like I feel like men are more apt to dating. The way women would say we want to date women a couple years back, but now, days, like the roles have just reversed. I think the roles have reversed. Yes, women is thugs these days, bro. Yeah. Well, I you think understand. I think I've been it, dating for a while, bro. Well, yeah, I'm, <laughs> not I'm, one of them. I'm, I'm not one of them typical women. Yeah, oh, I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I ain't, I'm that sounds like the dudes with the I ain't, I ain't like these other dudes. <laughs> but it's, it's I'm not real. one of these typical women. It's 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 real. It's because you've been dating for a long time, bro. You ain't been, been single. And the, you, yeah, yes, you've been I'm out these streets. Street. These well, streets is different these days. Tell them, <laughs> George, tell them these, these streets is different, bro. These streets is different. But honestly, that's why that's why I don't date as much as I used to because I feel like you know there's always an opportunity to learn. But I feel like I've actually learned so much where I know what I'm gonna put up with and what I'm not gonna put up with. Well, that's what happens when you start getting older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just, you just like your nose be nose and you just be us. That's I'm really right. just trying to get engaged, like just jump into it. So, Jordan, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just if y'all want his social media, looks like. Well, it all depends on you know uh, my experience. First off, I feel like just my experiences and what I've been through, and I know what I want, and I know my own value. So, because I know this, I know what I'm gonna expect from someone else. Does that make sense? Okay. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm going to edit that out. I so might not. If you, if you see know. that, then you feel like you'd be Correct. ready to go ahead. Correct. I'm ready to just jump in it. I'm ready. You know what? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, bro. Why are you trying to jump in? You can't trust these women these days, bro. They got these OnlyFans accounts. You never know. Look at Granny over here. What's the OnlyFans account, baby? Really? <laughs> What's the OnlyFans? So it's they. So the Chicago Bulls only got one fan. I don't know what it's about. <laughs> I'm glad I ain't got this. Bruh, it, dating is different today, y'all. It is different. It's very different. different. These women is thugs. They was reading that Steve Harvey book too damn much. Well, <laughs> it's, it's the, the reason why it's the women read the okay. Steve Harvey book is because there were men that made us read the Steve Harvey book. You know what? Men shouldn't make y'all do nothing. You grown ass woman. You right. You right about this. You're a grown ass woman. Ain't no woman made me do not nan nothing. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Ain't no woman not made me okay, do not yeah. nan nothing except for hold the door. That's all that was. You're saying that because the experiences that you've had have been because of some woman. Because he wears his feelings on his sleeve. What's a feeling? What's a feeling? I don't know Shakespeare. What really is a feeling? Jorgis, you tell like, me because you grade? out here. What do you, Bill Cosby? What's the grade? <laughs> a letter grade to me is. I don't even know what y'all not then talking about. So, uh, what about them cowboys? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry, we're recording. I don't know what to say right now. So, you got 30 minutes. <laughs> 
to your, to your birthday. You? Oh, I don't know what, <laughs> what time was Will born? <laughs> what time? What time? They don't know about that. Ooh, oh, you got another. Ooh, you That's why you get up so early. <laughs> That's why I get up so early. <laughs> on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Oh wow! See, I, I wasn't that much of a struggle. <laughs> I be in a rush. I be in a rush. I gotta hear him get up out of here, bro. They tripping. <laughs> What y'all trying to do tonight? Let me get up out of here. What y'all trying to do tonight? Let me get up out of here. Hey, what y'all doing? I'm trying to get up out of here. My sister was waiting too damn long, y'all. She. Um, so, about this dating. <laughs> Nene. <laughs> Nene. Nene. What's so hard about dating in 2020? She don't know. <laughs> yeah, you do. You dating? You tied down. Oh, down, but you're dating, trying to get married, boo boo. Trying to get married, boo boo. Like, what's weird out here in these streets, bro? No, you know what? It's the Let's social media. Let's flip it. Instead of talking about like how hard dating is, let's talk about how dating is when you feel like you found the person you want to date. Like we talk about, like. Everybody's trying to meet on social media, blah, blah, blah. But what happens when you meet somebody you go to church with? Like, how's that? Like, how how does that differ from well, somebody sliding in your DM? We know you can't well, relate. I, feel like I can only relate to sliding in my DM. So I guess how you said meeting at church, me and Nene met through church. Mm-hmm. But I feel like me and Nene were on the same page as uh, far as... I done talked to you, baby. <laughs> I feel like me and Nene were on the same page as far as what we wanted is the end result of our relationship, which is ultimately leading to marriage. So I wasn't trying to play no games, and I know she wasn't trying to play no games. Just like the Lil John song, I ain't trying to play no games. <laughs> because we realize, honestly, we realize time is precious. Yep. And so we ain't trying to waste time. <laughs> we're not trying to waste time, and we're being intentional with our relationship. That's yes, the, that, that word right we're there, intentional. intentional. So I love being intentional. In I coined that term. Yeah. She did. First, first of all, you didn't make up the word. Right. Yeah. She was just saying it a lot. She was just saying it a lot. You didn't make up the word intentional. I didn't make it, but I coined it. Okay? No, but you didn't. <laughs> I did. Coined it don't mean you made it. All right, Cardi B. <laughs> but but being in, like that's real. Like being intentional, meaning like okay, this is not just another person I'm dating just yeah. to be dating. Like we're dating well, with the intention of this going further than what we're doing right now. Dating with purpose. Dating with purpose, absolutely. And not just be like, let me hit her up at eleven o'clock at night. You trying to go get something to eat real quick? <laughs> no, that's not dating with purpose. Dating with purpose is like. I want to spend time with this person, so let me call them ahead of time and see what they're doing, and we can spend time together. Drink if you're ready. Give me your IG. <laughs> it's G Jamil I I L. That's it. Hey y'all, he's a handsome young guy. He's an entrepreneur. Hell, yeah. I think so. I'm 28. My birthday's on the 28. Damn, you 28, bro. Yeah. You about to turn 29. Damn, you old Jeez. as hell. Yeah, Where the time go? Damn. You really about to turn 29? Hey, y'all, he an entrepreneur out here in these streets, and you too. you ready to be married before the age of 30? 
Look, I've been ready. I've been ready. What? Wow. Look at him. Look at Bill. Mama, do you realize it's just everybody ready, ready, you ready to get married? But I've that been is, ready. But that, that's different. You don't ready. hear guys saying that. You oh, don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. Man, so I'm not against getting married, but, but if no, I'm happens. saying you don't. Guys before the age of 30, you do not hear them so, say, I want to You're right. Because I'm ready to roll Really? It's different? No. Yeah, it's very different. You don't hear that. He was 25. And I say all the time to him, like, all of his friends are like in serious relationships, engaged, about to get married. And unfortunately, like my female friends are just not in that place. And I tell him because like, it's crazy because Jerome is five years younger than me, but the people his age, guys his age are like more intentional about wanting a serious relationship and being married than guys my age are right now. I feel like young dudes. Different. I'm surprised that you're different. saying that, that. That you're saying most guys are like that because I feel like that's that's different. I feel it like is, I, I feel like a lot of young dudes today, though, a lot of the young dudes today Already. want the relationship shit yeah. and want to get married. Like are my students. Yes. No. 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 Like my students who are 18, 19, 20, 21, they want the relationship stuff. They're hella emotional. But the wow. but the opposite is. They're very emotional. So when shit hits the fan, they don't know how to handle their emotions also. But I'm talking about the like young dudes that's 20, 21, 22, or whatnot. But like dudes, I feel like dudes. This guy. You can say one thing, but I feel like you got to go through those experiences. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hold on. They loud in the background. <laughs> Anyways, what was but you that saying? is that's that's very different because I feel like wow, you're saying the 18 to 20, what 20 what? 21, 22. 18 girl. to 21. That is definitely totally different. Than no, it's definitely different. I'm just saying that like young dudes are looking I feel for like relationships now. Early oh, late right. 20s, early 30s <laughs> are definitely <laughs> not in that same space. What do you mean though? Not in that same space of you don't hear a lot of them of being like they're ready. You said thirty year olds don't say that they're ready. I said like late twenties or early thirties. I feel like that they're not ready. That's what you're saying. No, I'm asking you. That's what you're saying. I'm saying I don't. You don't hear them verbalize. You don't hear thirty year olds. So I'm saying that it's different to hear that eighteen to twenty something because I feel like that would be total opposite. That's all I hear is my uh, young. So you're saying you don't hear 30-year-olds saying that they're, like, ready for marriage. That's what you're saying. Not a lot. No. I, I, I was going to say, I think for me, because my husband is younger than me, like, and because but that, that means... old as hell. Well, he old in spirit. But don't be talking about my in husband. Spirit. But I think because that means his friends are younger, are, are his age, should I say. Um, Y'all don't listen to the baby crying in the background. All of his hands on. All his friends are—they're there, like they're ready to settle down. And I think that also has something to do with how they were raised, how their parents are. Because his parents and all of his friends' parents—they're all still married. That's not my experience. So what? So would you say that being ready to be married sometimes depends on, I guess, the circle that you mean? I, I think so. I think so because I think that because I would say that it's not. I don't feel like it's the majority. No, like you're saying, that ones that have friends that are that they're seeing people yeah. get married that might well, influence. Like, but like, if you're seeing friends that are not, if y'all are all still single and well, you know all of that. And of, and I think of course, 
the people you're around have a lot to do with what you what you desire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I also think yeah. that, like I said earlier, like I think the generations are different. I think that now, like the generations of young men that are coming up now, are more in tune with how they feel versus guys my age and younger who are yeah, still like, well, I ain't gonna say <laughs> right. Like I, I don't want to say nothing to her because I don't know if she feels the same way. These young dudes now are like. I like her. I'm about to tell her that that's not how when I was in high school. That's not how dudes were. Yeah, because you would typically get approached by a yeah. I would say being this age now, you will get approached by younger. a younger guy younger. or older man. Yeah. It's the people that you your never age. get approached by your people age. your age. No, it's always younger, like, older, older, older that will that will try to approach. Young dudes be hella bold too. But your experience, you dating a younger guy. But no, no, they don't care, nigga. You old as shit. But, but no, you old as shit. <laughs> but, 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 but we're, but we're but, okay. Yeah, you're so, right. Like you're yeah. saying, so like I'm saying that my husband is younger than me, but we're saying that he's more mature. Chris is younger than Nene. Chris, not the R&B star. Not the R&B star. He's younger than his girlfriend, but he's more mature. So I think that that's what we're saying. Like the generation right now, though they may be younger than us, and that's what, like a lot of my friends, my female friends are not. Not a lot of them are married, but younger than me, five years younger than me, they they're married. married. Yeah, they they're do. married, and yeah. I think that's just the difference. And like, first of all, their upbringing, like how their their family status is, what they're around all the time, and what they want. If you're around somebody who constantly is like not trying to be married, not trying to you know, vocalize how they feel about being in a relationship, not having those kind of responsibilities. Of course, they don't care about any of that thing. But if you're around somebody who, say even a, a young man who doesn't have his father around, if he has uncles in his life or mentors in his life that they're teaching him, you know, these are your responsibilities that you need to take care of. Like you find a woman, you settle down, you have babies with her. Like that's what they're going to want, you but know? I feel like too, there's still a negative view on marriage. And it's not from the people who just get married. It's what from kind people, of negative view? It's the people who have been married that are maybe not happy in their marriage that are still deterring people from, you know, from being married. Do you, think you know, changing? I feel like it is changing from maybe like the millennials that are getting married that are, I guess, learning from. That are trying to do something different and, you know, taking more time to, I guess, focus on not just getting married, but staying married, which I feel like is the difference. But you are still getting influence from people that maybe have been married and, you know, they just got to the point of being married and just like they're not happily Mary, and well, so they're that's telling a, that's people, oh, you know, it's, it's almost kind of like I don't want to say scaring people out of marriage, but in a, in a sense, kind of scaring people, scaring people out of marriage. I think that the time has come back around that people want to get married all over again. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. But I also think that, like you said, um, they want to get married, but you still have that influence of people saying, "Well, when I got married, or I don't know how you're gonna make it, it work." Yeah, things have changed. It's not even like a positive change; it's like it's so mm -hmm. negative. But change. I feel like yeah. I feel like the world the world is so different now. I think I mean, that marriage. I think I think that I think that marriage is just different now. Yeah. Like, well, I think that the institution of it is very traditional, but I think that people are starting to make it look like what works for them. Yeah. 
and they may not look like our parents' marriages. Mm-hmm, right. Um, but I think that we have learned a lot from our parents' marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that I see my parents go through as married couples that I wouldn't want to do that anymore. And I learned from that. But there are also things that I've carried into my marriage that, and I'm sure that my husband can say the same, that he's like, oh, well, my parents did this and it worked for them. I was certainly carried that into his. So, you know, I think we have influences from mm-hmm. what we look at as millennials now. Yeah. Um, and then we have influences from, you know, what our parents say to us. I definitely think that people are like want to get married now. I think we went through that period of time where people was like, I ain't getting married. No. Marriage is this institution. Marriage is this, this, and that. But I do think you have a generation of people who are coming up like, yeah, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to settle down and do all of that. What it looks like, though, may be completely completely different. I was saying that the one thing that you want to get married, they're looking to the and it's really good that social media is really allowing for these healthy, godly marriages to have a to have a platform because they are fifty seconds. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying that they're they're showing they're they're allowing people to be able to talk about marriage from a different perspective mm-hmm. and make it to where marriage is not this prison, but actually something that can yes that is your decision and that it can be good yeah we got 30 seconds what you got to say seal well i would just like to say it's been wonderful being here tonight (laughs) (laughs) and i hope he edits this well still got her uh pink jumpsuit on though (laughs) and i just tell you we all need to decrease so that he can increase in us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's because God is love. And because we this coronavirus is coming up. So um, y'all be blessed. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> hey. Well, all right, y'all. We popping up to the ending of the chicken and liquor hour or the chicken and liquor two hours, whatever it is. We might chop this up into like two or three episodes. Um, we had some power players up tonight. We had Papa Diddy Pop. We had Mama Seal. We had Nene up in the building. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> We had Christopher Williams, not the R&B star, Christopher Williams. We had uh, Big Sis out in these streets. We had uh, G. Rose, G. Jamil, um, Kendall on a uh, t- Tell us the name. Go ahead and drop the, the name of your uh, business, my brother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, you want me to do the... Nigga, just name it. <laughs> so, Fee Forever is a massage candle. That offers massage candle. Mm-hmm. Massage candle. It offers rich antioxidants oh, for the skin, yes. enhancing skin collagen production. So yes. say goodbye see. to wrinkles, dark spots, stretch marks. It, it all becomes a thing of the past. Yes. You can follow Feed at Feed LLC. Spelt Feed. F-E-E-D. LLC. Um, and you can also visit O-P-P? and shop. <laughs> At feedllc.square.site. F E E D at F E E D L L C dot square, not a circle, but a square <laughs> dot site. Yes. All right. So support my brother, Black Kings, out here. Y'all, he's handsome. Y'all gonna think he's cute too. 
cute. He look a little homeless, but he's like homeless in a cute way. You know what I'm saying? In, in a creative way. <laughs> yeah, he's like homeless in a, I've been running these streets. I've been trying to do my thing. I've been working. I've been working. Yeah, he got some pretty ass, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he got some pretty ass. Come out here and support my little like cousin. Is, I just feel like. Uh, I feel like this is part one since it's your birthday weekend. Yeah. This is clearly is a different birthday with, you know. Don't send it. Don't send it. Don't listen to her. Like if you're serious, Ed Ed, J Jador, J Marie. No, you're serious. Um, (laughs) Um, But he don't even know what his Instagram name is. But I feel like it's gonna be part one since it's your birthday weekend. (laughs) This is proven to be a different birthday weekend with all that's going on. Yeah, because carnival is going on. But I feel like you know the Rona. COVID-19. Right. COVID-19. First of all, COVID-19. Girl, you've been working in healthcare for like three weeks. Uh, <laughs> really? I am a kid. Let them know. 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 First of all, that she, said, she said, hey, whenever a woman says baby, she's letting Word. you know that's what's up. First I'm telling you what it is. But I clearly, you, queen. But, so clearly, this is going to be somewhat of a different birthday. But I feel like this is going to be part one since it's birthday I hope weekend. So, they trying to kill us out here, y'all. Hey, coronavirus <laughs> is a hoax. You are stupid. It's what our nigga. All right. Yeah, well, it's not a hug. Wash your hands, you'll be okay. But nonetheless, like I just want to say, I just want to say, happy birthday, Will and Evan. Thank you, Queen. I love you. I'm so proud of you. you. And we're gonna have part two because this is birthday podcast. Chicken and liquor. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) People really did do it though. Okay. I'm not coming because Corona. Right. So, Nene, you got something you want to say to the people? Yes. Follow my <laughs> follow my travel. <laughs> I made my food blog. All right. Eating with Kima on IG. I am a Yelp elite. I can oh steer God. you in the right direction if you're looking for the best place to eat. In Not Atlanta. in Atlanta. In Atlanta. <laughs> in Atlanta, but also around the world. I'm a world traveler, baby. Let so follow me. I mean, we ain't world travelers right now because it's Corona hitting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but hitting. for our listeners that are but, in countries, hey, don't leave where you are right now because this shit going to hit you. Because if you are there, the restaurant's closed because <laughs> Corona going to hit you, bro. <laughs> Do not go nowhere. Stay in your house. <laughs> Stay in your that's, house. That's why this podcast is going out with Right. Party. We putting this out there because we ain't got nowhere to go because we're going to get corona if we go somewhere. We actually, but as soon as it's over. No, we're not going nowhere, Chris. No, we're not going nowhere, Chris, not R&B star Chris Williams. We ain't going nowhere. Look, mira, 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 mira. We're not going nowhere. Pedo, pedo, pedo. <laughs> hey, I done told you about crying and shit back here. Cause <laughs> look at her. Cussing at me, Uncle Billy. Yes. Yes. Hey. 
Look, my students over here emailing me, so we're about to get up out these streets. Um, <laughs> we'll talk to y'all tomorrow. More of the story. We love you guys. What you got to say? Is this live? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we recording. What are you talking about? Is this live, homeless boy? Like, can people actually listen to this while it's recording? No, boy. <laughs> you know what? Do I have to edit this now? Like, what the heck? I, I'm not going to edit it. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm, I'm, post, I'm posting the hell out of this, y'all. Yep, I sure will. Y'all know me. So I'm transparent than the mug. We apologize in advance for anything. Right. Um, God bless the streets. Um, what's Ja Rule doing? That's what I want to know. What's Ja Rule doing right now? Protect us, Ja. Um, <laughs> wash your hands, uh, button your collars. Um, love each other. Love Be each easy. other. Drink water Don't and be uh. Be easy. All right, hippie. Don't be afraid to live. Drink ginger ale. Ginger ale will save um, your life. Don't let white people fool you. <laughs> Take your emergency. I ain't gonna edit that. Take your emergency. Take your emergency. And airborne. I do the airborne gummies. They're pretty good. Quit listening to this hippie Georgie's back here. Are y'all done? <laughs> Take your turmeric. I do. Turmeric okay. Three times a day. Quit using seasoned salt. What people don't understand is good health also yeah. attributes to good you health. You need a good probiotic. For sure. Anything, look, anything else? Keep a strong immune system. Yes. Stay up. Hey. Let me know when y'all finish. <laughs> so I can end this damn podcast. Um, Shout out to my mama and my daddy out here in these streets. Um, shout out to my uh, shout out to my nephew, shout out to my brother in law Jay Dirty back here in these streets. Um, shout out to my brother Chris, not the real Christopher Williams, R&B star. Um, you said enough, nigga. Shut up. Um, shout out to Nene. Sh- shout out to G Jamil. Um, check out his uh, FIFA ever, whatever that bullshit is. I fuck with it. I'm going to support it, though. Shout out to my sister. I love her. I love you. And uh, shout out to me, because my birthday's coming up, and I've lived another year, and I'm grateful for that, y'all. Eight minutes. So, uh, yeah, my birthday coming up in eight minutes, y'all, so uh, the nudes are accepted. Don't tell my mom and my daddy, though. And <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, they heard you. <laughs> they didn't, though. So um be blessed. I love y'all. Recycle. Um, wash your hands, drink water, and drink a little bit of tequila. With a little bit of chicken. With a, drink liquor, drink chicken, be blessed, protect people, protect black women, y'all. We love y'all. Be blessed. It's been another episode of the chicken liquor hour. Chicken and we all a little drunk. Be blessed. Love y'all. Say something, G Jamil. Uh. <laughs>